0: Hello everyone, I'm Harrison and I'm Rachel. This week we're talking about transitioning from breast milk to formula. So stay tuned and join us on our journey to Raise raise Baby Baby H.
1: If you happened to catch our last episode, you know that we made the decision to stop exclusively pumping when Edison was about four months old.
0: This was mainly due to the toll that it was taking on Rachel and also that I was going to be going back to work and Rachel was going to be staying home with Edison.
1: It was a very emotional and difficult decision to make. As I mentioned in an episode before Edison was even born, breastfeeding is just something that people have a lot of opinions on, whether good or bad, and that puts a lot of pressure on moms however you decide to feed your baby.
0: We knew going into this that there were a lot of changes to learn about and troubleshoot while breastfeeding, and we were willing to try it for as long as we could.
1: There still are times where I wish that I could have stuck it out longer, and I still want to try again if we have any more kids in the future. But for this specific time in our lives of learning how to be first-time parents, being away from a true community and support, and just the busyness that we're taking on right now, it was the best decision to stop. So here's how we made the transition from breast milk to formula.
0: When you're making the decision to switch from breast milk to formula, there are a lot of things to consider. And it's going to be different for everybody, but here are just some of the things that we considered when we made the jump. So the very first thing is how you're doing physically and emotionally.
1: Breastfeeding is challenging and exclusively pumping, as I've heard people say, is the most challenging way that you can feed your baby breast milk because you're not only having the physical like milk production and experiencing everything that breastfeeding moms experience, but you have the added effort of cleaning pump parts and having to feed your baby separately from when you're pumping. And so there's just a lot more work that goes into it.
0: One of the things that was really difficult for us about exclusively pumping was that while Rachel would pump, I would feed Edison. And that's just how it always went. But in a scenario where I wasn't there, it was almost impossible for Rachel to do both because the schedule we had got ourselves on was that Rachel would pump at the same time that Edison eats. And so that means that you need two people to do this or you need to be able to feed Edison while you pump. And that just doesn't really work at all.
1: Another thing to consider is what is your work situation? So I had work to show for a little bit, which caused me to have to slow my supply down a little bit. And unfortunately, the work laws surrounding breastfeeding just are not very accommodating in the United States. So making sure that Your employer is providing you time to pump. Do you have a job that allows you to do that? Do you have a space to do that? And are you wanting to do that while you're at work? Even
0: if you're able to do all of those things, you still can see that there is a dip in supply. When we first started working on this show, Rachel was still pumping the exact same. And just the added levels of stress, the more stuff that she was doing, it just caused her supply to dip a little bit anyway. And then when we were going through this whole process, Rachel wanted to drop a pump so she was able to do more while she was at work And that made it so that Rachel's supply was just under the amount that Edison was eating every day. So we had to start using our stash more frequently.
1: Another thing to consider is what is your access to the things that you're going to need to make the switch? So how much are things going to cost like formula and bottles? And do you have somewhere nearby that you can buy those things when you need it?
0: Cost was a huge thing for us because breastfeeding is definitely not a free thing. Like there's a lot of stuff that you have to buy, so it's not free, but all of the cost is up front. And if you can get a system that really works for you, after a little while, it's going to be more financially beneficial than formula. And we had just started to get to that point where it was making more sense to breastfeed than to buy formula. But Obviously, even though formula is expensive and it costs something, there's a lot that we were going to get back by switching to formula.
1: You also want to consider what your current supply is. So people say that it takes about a 1,000 ounces per month to feed a baby. So if you're planning on making a freezer stash and you want to stop but still give breast milk through your stash, then you need to consider that you need to have a thousand ounces per month that you want to continue giving your baby breast milk and how old you want them to be when that supply runs out.
0: If you're able to think through this situation where you want to stop breastfeeding a little bit earlier and you have an oversupply or could ramp up your production so that you can start building a stash, you know that's where this 1,000 ounces is really going to make a difference. But we obviously were not able to build up a long enough a s- supply to not ever need to buy formula at all. And there's a lot of effort that goes into increasing your supply that could make pumping even more challenging than it already is.
1: Along with your supply, you want to really think about, is your baby growing with the amount of milk that you're producing right now? Some people may already be supplementing, and that's kind of how things started to look for us. We were needing to supplement, and I was starting to feel like, why am I putting all this effort in if it's still not enough?
0: That is just such a difficult thing to even think about, is that if you're not able to provide enough food for your baby that they aren't growing, so you've got to supplement. And we were really fortunate that Rachel was providing more than enough for Edison for quite some time, and we were able to have a stash. But for some people, that is never the situation. They never have an oversupply and are always going to need to supplement. So, you know, you really need to consider what is your current supply before you decide to start making the jump to formula
1: one thing that you do not want to consider is other people's opinions and that's definitely easier said than done as we mentioned in our last episode we switched right before christmas and we were really worried what people were going to say
0: it's really hard not to take other people's opinion into consideration with this but It's not their kid. It's your kid. And you need to do what's best for you and for your family. So just let all those other opinions go by. It's not that big of a deal to switch from breastfeeding to formula if that's what's best for your family.
1: So now you've made the decision you're going to switch. So what else do you need to think about before you start that process?
0: The first thing that you're going to need to figure out when making the switch is what formula are you actually going to buy? There are quite a few different forms of formula and you need to figure out what's going to work best for you and for your baby. So we started with a regular formula that was readily available. So we looked at the places that we usually shop and we're like, okay, usually we can find this formula. So that is what we were going to start with. Now, if your baby tends to have a more sensitive stomach, like they're very refluxy, you might want to consider giving them a sensitive formula, and that might help a little bit, but sensitive does tend to be a little bit more expensive, so that's why we started with a regular. And then the other thing you have to consider is, does your baby have any allergies? Most formula is based off of cow's milk, so if you know that your baby has an allergy to dairy, then you're going to want to find a soy-based formula.
1: There's also some ready mixes out there, which don't require any scooping before you feed. So if you're wanting the convenience of just popping a lid on and having it ready to go, that's a great option. And some people even make their own formula, which is not recommended, I don't think. But it's your kid.
0: When you're picking a formula, a huge thing that's going to matter to you is where you can actually buy it. So right now, we have been dealing with a formula shortage for quite some time. It has been going on since before Edison was even born. And so still, when you go to the stores, there is limits on the amount of formula you can buy. Fortunately, we are kind of seem to be getting towards the end of this shortage. So There's normally formula there, but there was a brief period of time where you'd go through a store and there never was any formula at all. The best way to do this is probably go to the stores that you usually shop at and just take a little inventory. What formulas do they have? And maybe pick one that you see at a lot of locations because not everybody sells the same types of formula. And you don't want to be switching formulas a lot with your baby because it could really mess up their stomach and leave you with a lot of messes to clean up.
1: Along with formula, you're going to need bottles. So we were exclusively pumping. Edison was already drinking from bottles, so that wasn't something that we had to think about. But there are some babies that if you're exclusively breastfeeding, they may not have ever drank from a bottle before and so you want to make sure that they actually will do that and teach them how to do that before you just stop altogether.
0: If your baby has never drank from a bottle before then you probably want to start with bottles that are good for breastfeeding that a lot of people will recommend if you are going to switch back and forth between bottle feeding and breastfeeding because it's going to be an easier transition for your baby. We personally use the Philips Advent bottles and have really enjoyed them. And we've tried quite a few other brands, but almost exclusively use the Philips Advent.
1: And that may require some pumping. If you are only breastfeeding, then you might want to try to pump some breast milk and give that to your baby through a bottle first. That way they're only dealing with the new thing of a bottle and not the new taste.
0: So now that you've got everything that you need to switch and you've considered everything you're going to consider, How do you actually switch from breast milk to formula? So the first thing that you can do, and you really can do it whenever you want in this whole entire process, but something to consider at the very beginning is, how do you stop milk production?
1: So your milk supply is supply and demand. So the short way to say it is, you just need to stop the demand and that will stop the supply. And it's recommended that you take this weaning very slowly. There are some supplements that you can take to increase supply. And likewise, there are supplements you can take to slow your supply. Some people recommend using like cabbage leaves, ibuprofen. If you're having a lot of pain as you wean, there are things out there that you can take.
0: Since you want to take it slow, you don't want to just like immediately stop. So a good way to do this is start dropping minutes off of your pumping sessions or you could drop a single session and try to space the other ones out more through the day.
1: The slowest way to wean would be taking a few minutes off of one session until that one is completely gone. And then you pick another session and drop some minutes off of that each day until that one is completely gone. For me, since my supply was already starting to slow down and I also kind of regulated around that time, I wasn't in a lot of pain and weaning happened sort of fast for me. I ended up dropping one pump a day and it took me about two weeks to stop needing to pump for relief and then about another month and honestly, I'm still not completely dried up. Like I'll still kind of leak like I did in pregnancy a little bit.
0: Something to consider when all of this happens is that your body is stopping the production and the way it does that is by changing a lot of your hormones. So in this time, you're going to have a lot of hormone shifts and you know that just kind of comes with stopping your supply.
1: There were a lot of things that were just kind of off about me. Like my period had come back and then I stopped breastfeeding and I missed my period and then it came back again. So you just kind of have to be aware like, you know, bowel changes or things like that. Like your body is completing your phase of pregnancy, birthing a baby and postpartum. Like they're, all of those hormones are ending. And so that's a huge thing that your body just went through and you should be proud of that. But also be aware that you're kind of going back to your pre-baby self.
0: As you are slowing your milk production, you're probably going to find yourself using a stash or, you know feeding off of this dwindling supply that you have and so the first thing that you're going to do to make this change is you're going to start supplementing with formula throughout the day so there's quite a few ways you can do this so the first thing you can do is you actually can mix formula and breast milk in the same bottle and just feed it to your baby all at one time you also can rotate every feeding so one feeding you do breast milk the next feeding you do formula Or you can give multiple bottles for every single feeding. So like one with breast milk, one with formula. And if you aren't quite to bottles yet, you could do a direct feeding and then finish that off with a bottle of formula.
1: You also want to think about the amount of ounces that your baby is eating. So up until this point, Edison was having four ounce bottles, all the time. And we were told and planning to keep him at that as long as we were going to be using breast milk because, well, breast milk changes. So your baby doesn't need more, it just changes to meet your baby's needs.
0: So we started by giving Edison four ounce bottles of formula. And as we noticed, as feeding times were getting closer and closer together, we slowly increased that amount. And so At four months, he was at four ounces for quite a while and we've slowly bumped up and now we're giving him about six ounces every time he eats. But something to consider with this is your baby's stomach is only so big. Like there's only so much liquid they actually can take in their stomach and they don't quite realize that when the bottle is at their mouth. So if you give them a six ounce bottle, and they, you know, just eat it down. But then, like shortly after that, they're consistently spitting up all of it. Then you probably need to back the volume down so that their stomach can get used to it.
1: When Edison was getting breast milk, he did not spit up. Like he really did not ever spit up. We wouldn't even keep a burp rag around. And when other people would feed him, they would be like, Oh, where's the burp rag? And we'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> but As we started to give him formula, he does spit up more, but we also kind of know if he is spitting up after every bottle, he's eating too much.
0: And that was something that our pediatrician told us really early on about all this. And it's important that if you're going to make the switch from breast milk to formula, that you have a conversation with your pediatrician at some point in time in the process. So she had told us that if he is constantly spitting up, he probably just has too much food. So back it down. And especially because we know that he doesn't spit up a whole lot, we shouldn't have seen that he was going to be spitting up all the time. And now he still spits up, but he very rarely spits up without a cause. Usually the times he spits up, it's because someone just fed him a bottle and then somebody else like decided to bounce him on their knee or something like that.
1: And as Harrison mentioned, you want to look for any possible allergy or irritation as you're starting to introduce this formula. And if something is wrong, there are so many formulas out there that you can just keep trying until you find one that works for your baby.
0: Some of the things to look for to see whether your baby is allergic to a formula or just has an irritation from a formula is the first thing is their poop. If it becomes a lot more like diarrhea than what it usually is, then that can be a problem. Now, if you're switching from breast milk to formula, all of his digestives are making this huge change. So like your baby's poop is going to change a lot and it will definitely stink way more.
1: You also want to look for if your baby is vomiting, which is different from spitting up, belly pain, skin rashes, or a noticeable weight loss.
0: If you notice any of these things, then you need to consider that it's an issue with that particular formula and you need to switch to something else. Switching to something else doesn't mean that you have to switch types of formula, but stay in the brand. So if you're using a regular version of one formula, you could try a regular version of a different brand and that might help. Or you could even go towards like a sensitive or something like that and see what happens. Each brand makes their formula different, so they are all different.
1: If you are struggling for a really long time, there are tests that your pediatrician can run just to make sure that there isn't something that you're missing that your baby might need, an even more special kind of formula.
0: As you're feeding your baby more and more formula, you're slowly gonna lose the amount of breast milk that's in it, and soon enough, you're gonna be giving them exclusively formula. And so your transition is complete. One thing we do want to mention is that if you find yourself in a scenario where you're out of one formula and you're going to be using another, there are quite a few ways to switch. There's lots of things you can find online about finding similar formulas to the one that you already have. And you can mix more than one formula together in the same bottle to get your baby used to it before you switch to the new can.
1: So we've been doing this for about a month now, and there are a few little tips and tricks that we've learned that we want to share with you.
0: The first thing that's way different from breast milk is the prep time. So when you put together a bottle of formula, it can stay in the fridge as long as your baby hasn't ate any of it. It can stay in the fridge for up to 24 hours. If it is not going to be refrigerated, it can be made two hours before your baby eats
1: it. And then as is the rule with any bottle breast milk or not. Once your baby has drank from that bottle, it needs to be used within two hours of starting it.
0: When you're making a bottle, you're gonna put water in a bottle and then you scoop the formula in and you like shake it all up. Now, a lot of times you will see people using infant water or distilled water to make their bottles. And you do not have to do this when using formula. You just need to use filtered water. So that can be as simple as just a store-bought water bottle. You could have like a home RO system. You could use a Brita filter. And as long as your water is safe to drink, it's going to be fine for your baby. So if you've had your tap water tested and you feel comfortable with it, it's fine to use that for the bottle.
1: It really is whatever you're comfortable with. As far as traveling, we've found these little containers where you can store pre-scooped amounts of formula, We like the Philips ones and it just has a little lid that you pop off and you can dump that amount in and it makes for a really quick little put together a bottle and feed them when you're out and about.
0: The other thing that we find significantly different about formula versus breast milk is cleaning the bottles. I think that formula is just way harder on the bottles than the breast milk is. So cleaning them does tend to be a little bit more difficult. And we would recommend that you just try to rinse the bottle as soon as you've finished feeding your baby so that that formula doesn't just like sit there until you actually get around to cleaning that bottle.
1: So, overall, we have completely transitioned Edison from breast milk to formula, and he's doing really well so far. He's growing, he's happy. And honestly, we've kind of seen a change in my mood, especially just feeling like I'm really starting to enjoy this time a lot more. So, I definitely think it was the right move for our family.
0: At the end of the day, with almost all parenting decisions, you just have to decide what is going to be best for your family. And that is going to change every single day.
1: Next time, we are going to talk about a day in the life with Edison. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.